There we go. That looks better. All right, we're rolling. Great. Welcome. Uh, welcome to my place of business. Thank you. You already did the the bumper. Uh, sure. <laughs> Hello, friends. It's Megs, secretly timid. I'm here with John. Hi. How can I? I'm trying to. I need to figure out how am you I going to put it on sit. that table? Like, if you want to move that table, kind of get. Maybe that would be more comfortable. Oh shit! The top comes off. But then I'm looking away from you, and that's weird, too. You can put it in front of you. This around just a little bit. Ugh. You, you're not dying on the floor like that? No, I feel fine. Oh, see, I feel a little... My back is killing me a little bit today. Hmm. All right. Ready. Okay. Set, go. Ready, okay. There's something about this office that kind of reminds me of 1990s Nickelodeon children's programming. That's what I was going for. Um, I made the mistake the other day. Oh, I like your chair, your office chair, of going through. They have like, like wikis for individual shows. And so I was like going through... Like the wikis of uh, Salute Your Shorts and those, and I was going through the cast, like, where are they now? And I was just getting sad. Because uh, the, camp, the camp counselor on Salute Your Shorts has passed away. Um, the guy with the sunscreen on his face? Yeah. Nose? Okay. What did I believe he had cancer. Oh, that sucks. And that made me sad. Hopefully not skin cancer on his nose. Yeah. Yeah, so. Que pasa? What's up? What's new with you? Wait, are you going to explain why it, it reminds you of 90s? I don't know why. Just a feeling. Just a feeling. Like it feels there's a very um, set like appearance for it. Ooh. Which it's supposed to be. But what one, one prop that I don't understand is the mouth. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> the plastic mouse. I can explain it. Yeah, explain it. That was given to me by my mentor when I uh, started my first um, my first permanent job with the uh, department I used to work for. Oh, cool. Yeah, so... She gave me that and put some flowers in my office, and it was very nice. Is that a webcam? It is. Do you do, like, web stuff? Yeah, I do cam girl stuff oh, okay. in the office. Yeah, I do, um, uh, I do virtual. They call it virtual, which makes it sound like it's not real. Like, it's almost. It should be called, just called remote. Remote. 
Yeah. Re- I do remote sessions. sessions. Yeah. Remote sessions. Mm-hmm. Probably like half of the people I see. Are you very mindful of the camera being on you at all times? I turn the self view off so it doesn't distract me. Oh, so you can't see if you're just uh, zoning off? I don't zone off. I know if I'm zoning you, off. You stare, do you, but do you stare directly into like the camera of the camera so it looks like you're staring directly at the patient? Well, you put the camera up and then you look below the camera. <laughs> so it looks like you're looking them in the eye, but you're not actually. Oh, I'm afraid I'm going to have to be on a Zoom meeting tomorrow with the camera on, and I just don't want to do it. Yeah. You can put some silly filter on. No, I don't want to be like the cat guy. Gives you, like, big eyelashes. Yeah. Or something. Or a funny hat. That would help. Yes. Are you uh, comfortable there? You don't look very comfortable. I'm horribly uncomfortable, Why but I'm going to... Why don't you move around? Why don't you sit on the couch or something? Uh, no, Do you want some uh, pillows? No. For your back? No. I wish I had... I would just wish there was a way. Maybe if I just hold it, it'll be better. Yeah, why can't you just hold it? I'll just hold you it. You can take the table away, and you can just lean back in the chair and push the chair over diagonally. the cord's not very, very long. But if you move this part of the chair up, then it doesn't have to be long. Like, diagonal. <laughs> like this, John. Lean back. Oh. <sighs> Okay, this is, is that kind better? Of better. Yeah, great. Ooh, let me you cross your legs. Yes, there you go. Ooh. That's yeah, good. As old people, I'll take a picture. You, you of get a certain comfort. age, and then your your whole body just starts to fall apart. And I feel like I've reached that age where there's ramifications for things you do. And you don't feel those ramifications until the next day. Um, you're talking about like sport injury. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fitness injury. Or just sitting in a chair. <sighs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Man, it sucked. I was so ready to like, and I know I jinxed myself by giving you a timetable mm-hmm. or a, a time frame of when I was going to leave the office. Yes. Because I was all getting ready to like sneak out to make my exit when I got it. Bing, bing from a supervisor saying, can you look at this account? And I'm like, ah, shit. Like, like just as your time. Well, I guess you're not. I don't have There's time. A, oh, yeah. And so I left a little later than I wanted to. And which resulted in me getting stuck in traffic. And driving to a new spot since we were in your office. So it was a little stressful. Mm. Well, I'm glad you made it. Yeah, it's interesting. It took me longer to get to Fort Worth, Texas than it takes me to get to Oklahoma. What? Yeah. Why? Because of traffic. Because no one wants to go to Oklahoma, so there's no traffic going that direction. No, there's just more (laughs) lanes on 35. Yeah. And people know the speed limit is 80, therefore you go 95. Uh-huh. Where driving to Fort Worth, it's just nobody knows what the fuck's going on. Do you know, mm. like I was, so when I was driving up here, I had my uh, my Google Maps on directing me where to go because I like the voice. 
because it sounds like a Southern guy. So he's the one that's guided me to your office. Yes. And he said, would you like to save nine minutes by taking spur like 96 or 69 or something? And I said, sure. Do you know what that spur is? Hmm. The airport. I drove through the fucking airport. Oh, and you had to pay? Yes. Didn't tell me that. Motherfucker. (laughs) $6. And then I had to take the express lane. Which was fifteen dollars. So this has been a pretty expensive Jesus trip, Christ. there, Megan. <laughs> oh, speaking of toll lanes, mm-hmm. when we were coming back from Tennessee uh, on Sunday night, the I have a screenshot of it. I I went on Waze to see like what the what the different route options were, and it has listed toll prices. Mm-hmm. And the toll price for 183 was $400. What? Yes. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't understand. Like, I don't understand how the prices go up and down. It seems like a racket to me because the whole purpose of toll lanes is you pay the toll until the highway is paid off and then it's no longer a toll road. But it doesn't seem like they work that way anymore. Now they're just toll roads. That's There's expected that you're supposed to pay. It's fucking price gouging, dude. Yeah. Um, and it's dependent on traffic. Like if they, if there's traffic, um, is this like the cumulative? Cum, that's the total amount that it would be. Uh, like there are multiple tolls, and not just one flat fee of four hundred dollars. Uh, maybe I don't know. Okay, I'm not sure. But even so, the result is the same. You drove. From Tennessee to Fort Worth. Yeah. God, that sounds miserable. It wasn't that bad. It's 10 hours. Where did you share this? Uh, well, I sent it to... Oh, you have like a little private chat? No, no. I sent it to well, the Justin husband. Justin smiled. What? This is Justin smiling. I'm not on that chat that gives the opportunity no, to this smile. No, this is on Facebook. Oh. Yeah, I guess didn't the husband see that post. posted it after I sent it to him. Um, but am, we, I, fr- am I friends with your husband on Facebook? I don't know. Are you? Oh my! Oh my lord! Well, not that I use Facebook all that often, but my Instagram stuff just copies over to Facebook. No, you're not. I know that you really should be. It's criminal. Um. How am I going to see his his uh, workout progression photos? I'll send you a screenshot of his name, and that way you okay. can befriend him. Um, yeah. So what were you doing in Tennessee? So we went up to Tennessee. Uh, the husband's um, mother and sister and sister's family live there in Murfreesboro. 10 hours drive and it's outside of Nashville. And, um, so I had, uh, I had a client, my last client on this last Thursday was six to seven. So after I finished that, we left here and we drove through the night. Oh my God. That sounds terrible to get there in time. So I could start my first session from the hotel room the oh next my day. God. And then I worked all day from the hotel room while the husband was with his his family. Girl. Yeah. Let him go by himself. 
No, I wanted to go. Oh my god, it sounds it was miserable. Mother's Day weekend, and his nephew um, was getting graduated hmm. from high school, so we went to that. Uh, there were lots of police there. Oh, I can imagine. Understandably, so um, and it it just occurred to me when I was there, I'm an aunt. Yeah. I've never been an aunt before. Wow. And I've been married. Well, you're a stepmother too, kind of. No, for real I yeah. am. Not just Well, but kinda. I mean when they're older, like the older kids, you know, like yeah, I don't see I don't see my mother's husband as a stepfather. I see her as my mother's husband, you know. Yeah. But the little ones, I guess, you actually have to get a band-aid on it every once in a while or something. I haven't met that one yet. Yeah. Is that weird? Um, I don't know. I don't either. I don't know. I mean, do you want to? Um, yeah. I can understand yeah, why huh? it could be kind of touchy, you know. Right. Um, sensitive. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't not want to. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not like, you'd better introduce us right now. Um. I mean, you met the other the older children. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I wouldn't take offense to it. Um, I'm not offended. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's, um, kind of a sensitive situation. So, plus, I don't know, like, my parents were not divorced, so I don't know what that's like for little kids. Um, so I'm just gonna let the parents decide. Yeah. When the right time is to do that. You can just do what they want to do. Yeah. Um, it's strange. I don't know how these things work. I didn't really date very many dads. Um, I did date a dad for like nine months and I didn't meet his kids, but I didn't. I didn't necessarily even know what to say to them, and I wasn't like chomping at the bit you to do say, that. I'm fucking your father. Your dad's got a yeah. medium-sized, very average <laughs> cock. I'm fucking your father. <laughs> His semen is <laughs> dripping out of me right <laughs> now. Oh God, John! in your <laughs> have you ever seen your dad naked because I, I, I have i've got pictures <laughs> um have you ever touched your dad's asshole i i became aware that somebody that i was briefly um not in a relationship with but just breeding uh, breeding with <laughs> in, no no uh very briefly like kind of seeing um uh thought that i wouldn't like their kid (laughs) i don't know why they thought that i don't eat children i'm actually quite good with maybe their children or or child's kind of difficult do you like these shoes i love these shoes that was a masterful transition. Yes, I like them very much. Are they Vibram? <laughs> Is that how you sell it? I thought it was like Vivo Barefoot. 
Yeah, I don't know. It makes you feel like you're barefoot. Does it? Because the sole is very soft. I have uh, I have some sneakers that are barefoot mm-hmm. sneakers, and I was walking and I stepped on a big rock, <laughs> and I developed this massive deep bruise on the bottom of my foot that didn't go away for a very long time. It was so gross. Yeah. Actually, my workout shoes are these brand and they have the same stuff. I like them. They're kind of, they're grippy. Yeah, just don't step on any yeah, don't rocks step or on twigs anything. or... The top is very wide. Mm-hmm. So my other shoes of this brand, they look like I'm wearing, have like duck feet. It's comfortable though. It's very comfortable. I love wide uh, front. Everything parts. that's wide is good. Everything. Um, yeah, you like everything. A real good side scraper for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Yeah. So well, I don't know why somebody would think I wouldn't like their kid. Uh. I mean, do you want an honest answer? Yeah. Sometimes you can be a little uh, anti-kid, abrasive. Um, you know that. Yeah, but in relation to kids, you you I don't you're say. a wild card, Megan. You're a wild card. Hmm. Like I, I took you to a work okay, function. Here it goes and. <laughs> It oh did not God. react or it did not turn out the way I thought it would, the way I envisioned, because you're a wild card. Well, you should have made me aware of your <laughs> your explicit expectations. Maybe uh, I could have met The them. only expectations was not to be an asshole to my coworkers. I wasn't an asshole. Oh, God. <laughs> um, I'm not an asshole to children. But, but... I make jokes about being an asshole to children, but I don't actually follow through with that. Yeah. Because they're funny. Well, I remember one of your parties when somebody was upset, you offered them drugs. I did? Yeah. You said, do you want a Paxil? Oh, I mean, that was a... I regret making that joke. Um, Who was it? What was that for? They were freaking out about something. It was somebody well, Somebody that, was an asshole. Somebody was being an asshole. They were being an asshole and they were not invited to the party. Yeah. Um, and they were talking about, I don't know, like being at the party to which they were not invited was making them anxious. And I was like, maybe you should go. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, that was, man, when was that? I was in that little apartment in the back of the house in Denton. I yeah. can't believe you remember that. That was so long ago. It was like. 2003 it's interesting um i didn't have any paxel by the way i don't remember a lot of high school but i remember a lot of college and we went to high school with a news anchor who's on channel eight i can't pronounce his last name he was in uh mine and cindy's class like an anchor that sits at the desk no he's he does all their traveling stuff Traveling stuff. So, you know, if there's a car crash, he's there. With oh. the Allen shooting, he was there. Oh, okay. Um, he's like their field correspondence. And every once in a while... Oh, Channel 8 is weird. 
Because um, they all like fill in for each other all the fucking time. They're all like, I don't know who's dressing. That sounds like a the lead anchor, but she always looks like team. shit, like fucking shit. And uh, they have two other people. Like there's one, the weather guy that's been there forever, Greg Fields, and they have this uh, woman that pops up every once in a while. Sometimes they're all at the same time. It's just chaos over there. But it's still <laughs> my favorite news channel um, in the I, morning. I don't, I don't have channel eight so i don't know what how do you not have channel eight i don't have live television you have a television how do you not have live television i don't it's plugged in it's nothing it's just normal you have to have no uh, you don't john listen to me you have to have either like a cable box or you have to have an antenna you don't have an no it doesn't have like a normal like internal antenna antenna oh i don't think so oh well, that's dumb. You should get like an antenna for your television to Why? have local TV. I don't want local TV. Why do you not want to have local TV? Because I can get local news on the internet. Well, then get Channel 8. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I I would totally, like Mark Iztuk, the lead male anchor, He's he has daddy energy. Like he would and change I your like tire? It. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, get it, John. He cleaned it from the front and the back, and he lives in Fort Worth. Oh, my. Although he does, he does, like, he's a very, like, you can tell he went to, like, anchor school. Mm-hmm. Because he does, uh, you know how news anchors, like, when they, the way that they speak can be yes. very news anchory with the way that they do the word inflection stuff. And when they have, like, standing shots of him, he'll, like, bounce at the right parts, you know? bounce yeah like he'll squeeze his butt cheeks so that he like is a little bit taller than he is at other times mm. and it's all very like 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 he's a professional like when he's talking about butt stuff uh, he doesn't talk about butt stuff it's the fucking news what are you talking about when he squeezes the, his butt cheeks i don't i don't know i don't know why he you would know when people that. talk like he's he's always animated he's not just stiff and boring yeah you know I've been, uh, I thought recently about, um, like the difference between news anchors now, um, including like national anchors like ABC news or whatever. And back when we were young and like Peter Jennings and it was much more conservative back then. Yeah. The women look like, look like they're going to a nightclub. The men always, yeah, the men always look the same. They're always just wearing, you know, the standard suit. Although Mark is took a, he wears like, um, uh, like the material that he wears is very similar to that couch. I can't, I'm having a brain fart, so I can't describe what it is. So he wears a lot of those type of suits, but the women, um, they, they're always like, uh, well, not so much channel eight. Um, but, but I mean, they get dolled up. Right. Back in the day, though, it they was very, like, reserved. Yeah, they would wear, like, kind of like the the shirt that you're yeah. wearing, but the kind that had the stupid, like, built-in tie. For women, you know, like the little bow in the front? The fucking bow? Yeah, yeah. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Um, I kind of miss that. The really boring? It just felt... Um, it felt otherworldly. It just felt more s- center instead of, I don't know. It, they seemed like robots back then. And now they're like, 
you know, news bloopers are the best bloopers, though. They really are. Yeah. I love me news bloopers. Give me news bloopers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're pretty good. I see those sometimes on the Instagram reels, yeah. which which I've become aware is like the middle-aged version of TikTok. Yeah, but we're too old for TikTok. Yeah, I don't want to do We can't it. do it. And there's nothing more pathetic than a middle-aged person doing the TikTok dances. Dances? Yeah, or like the couples that do dances together. Fuck off. I'm not interested in that. The couples that do dances Yeah, together. they do like little dances and they'll shake their little butts and then it's like, then it goes, broom, broom, and they their fucking name. Oh. Maybe I've seen it. I don't know. The best news blooper was that lady that kept on saying top cock instead of top cop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're funny. Hmm. Guess what, Megan? Uh, what? Guess what I did yesterday, Megan? There's so many things to choose from. You know what I did? I thought you you liked the photo that I posted yesterday. Oh, was that yesterday? Yeah, guess what I did, Megan? You went to a casino? I did. How did that go? It went really good. I'm so glad. Um, I played poker and I made the final table. And I played really, really well. And I was proud of myself. And I left with uh, money. And then I went to the casino because I wasn't ready to leave yet. Mm-hmm. And I made more money. And then I got the fuck out of there. And I left with casino money. Which kind of feels like robbing a bank. Why? Because... Uh, well, not so much for poker, like that poker money, you know, I mean, the old saying is that poker players, they make the money at the poker game and they lose the money in the pit in the casino. That's where like the pit games are like blackjack and mm-hmm. roulette. So I made my money at the poker table in the tournament. And then I went to play um, slot machines because I had some bonus money and then won a couple of little jackpots. And it's so tempting to, you know, when you're a gambler to take this money and see, well, let me see if I can make more money. Mm-hmm. You know, that's how they get you. Yeah. And, uh, and I didn't fall for it this time. Good for you. So I left. Passed the marshmallow test. I left with almost a grand. That's fantastic news. It felt really good. How but what I was percentage really, do you have to pay huh? of taxes for that? None. Because it's under a certain amount? Yeah, for, uh, for winnings... Um, uh, the threshold is $1,200 in a single transaction. What What if you win $1,300, then what's the percentage of uh, taxation? I, wanna th- I think it's like something crazy like 24%. It's pretty high. Yeah. That's the number that's in my head. I don't know if it's 100% accurate. Um, but I th- it's either 21 or 24%. Okay. Um, cause that last, that last jackpot I won that was six grand, I went ahead and had them just take the taxes out. So I don't have to owe at the end of the year. Yeah. And I believe it was about 2000 that, that was went towards taxes to state and, uh, federal. Cool. Yeah. Exciting. But I will say like the bar, I, and I think I realized this when I was talking to Jimmy on my drive home, the part of poker that I'm so proud of myself with that's taken a lot of years to develop. And so I've completely removed 
my emotions when I play. Like if I win or lose, I'm no longer like happy or sad or angry. Um, and it was funny because one of the players I was playing with, um, middle-aged guy, I mean, could be anybody's dad, you know, typical Texas, Oklahoma guy, kind of schleppy, uh, was talking about he just got back, let back into the casino from a 30-day ban because <laughs> he went to, quote, Windstar Jail. And I was like, tell me the story what happened. A lot of these players play together, so they know, they know each other by name. And um, he was saying he was in a cash game and this this he was just, he was getting wrecked like this guy was just fucking taking all of his money. And the player that got banned, let's just call him Greg. Greg said the guy was being a dick. And I was like, what was Greg doing? And the other guy said, well, whenever he would take his money, he would tell Greg nice hand. <laughs> like he would just... And to Greg, it seemed like he was throwing the needle. And what got him banned was he said, he was like, I had enough. And he had a water bottle. <laughs> he tried to throw like the water on the player that kept on saying nice hand. But they said that the player like did a matrix move, dodged the water completely and hit <laughs> all the players on the table on the other side. And then, of course, he got he got banned for uh Throwing water on players. That sounds like a little diaper baby it's, move. It is a little diaper baby move. It's so fucking funny. Because I could totally see that happening. Control your emotions, yeah. for Christ's sake. Poker's a weird game, man. It's a lot of funny stuff happens. Like, I've, I've shared this story. The funniest thing that has ever happened at the poker table at the casino is when, at the beginning of every tournament, the tournament director will list out the rules... And one of the rules is that you cannot use profanity to a dealer or to another player. And so this tournament director was giving the rules out. And as soon as I said, you cannot use profanity directed towards another player or the dealer from the other side, far end of the casino, we hear somebody yell, motherfucker, <laughs> like just perfect timing. And uh, but that doesn't violate the rule because it's not directed toward. I mean, nobody fucking cares yeah they have a rule that you're not allowed to eat in the casino and or at the the poker table in the poker room and people always eat in the poker room yeah so it's really like the laws are there but it's somebody going to enforce it or not but of course like throwing water at your uh somebody else is definitely not not cool not cool although i think it's hilarious that it just hit a bunch of unsuspecting people <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that the guy dodged it completely. That was pretty smooth. He dodged it like George Bush dodged that shoe. <laughs> was it George Bush? Yeah, it was George Bush. Did he dodge it? Yes, he dodged that shoe, remember? When mm -hmm. that journalist threw a shoe at him and he I vaguely remember. fucking dodged it from behind a podium. It was and... like a cultural insult thing, right? I mean I think. I mean, I think I that that, that sort of that that uh I think all cultures understand that if you can't. Yeah, yeah, shoe but specifically, I think shoe throwing was a. Anyway. So that was my day yesterday. It was fun. It was good. Because I have so much PTO that I need to start using it or it's going to go away. So yeah, I think yeah. I'm just going to like just go to the casino every once in a while. Do not get into that, uh, that corporate trap of. Um, I. I hear your 
complaint about if I take this time, then I come back and there's a giant pile of shit to do on my desk. Mm-hmm. But that's how they get you, dude. Yeah, well, luckily right now, it's like it's like my slow period. Because mm-hmm. I know once it gets further into the summer, then it gets a lot busier and then I can't really take days off. I can, but it's just it's just really more work for me to do over the weekend. And right now I have a really nice balance of being able to take a day off and really my work not being disrupted at all. Although I don't know about you, you now you probably don't experience this at all, but maybe some listeners understand this. Like when you take a day or two off, there's for me, I just get anxiety just turning on my work laptop, just wondering like what is waiting for me when you get back. You yeah, mean? like what emails are there? Um, I mean, I don't now. I when I was in a position to do that, I it's like the worst. I don't think like everything kind of in the job that I had, everything just kind of stopped. Like they can't give you any more work to do. Um, but some of the emails, even if they weren't like piling on work were not, uh, welcome. Yeah. But, uh, dude, fucking think about your PTO as, money that you've earned you wouldn't leave that on the table yeah exactly i mean it is money that i earned and that's why i'm not leaving it on the table and my work has honestly been wonderful like i there's i don't have to ask for it you know ask for what a day off i say i'm taking this day off and they're like okay that's it that's good yeah it's never been an issue it's not an issue of someone having to cover for you no because i'm the only one in my position so there's nobody there to cover me Okay. They never say no? No. That's good. I mean, if I was going to take an extended period um, off in which that somebody would need to cover for me, then I would, of course, you know, say how I would like to take, you know, like one of my coworkers takes three weeks off because they go overseas to visit family. And mm-hmm. so that's a little bit more complicated. But for me, the most I ever take off, especially with the girls at home, um, is just a Friday and a Monday. So they, yeah, I can just put a bunch of food out for them and, you know, they won't die. In my last job, we had to give a minimum of 45 days notice. That's, yeah. And then they wouldn't tell you until it was kind of close to the day you were requesting to leave. So, it, especially during holidays, it made it really difficult to buy plane tickets. Yeah. Because you don't know if you have a yes or a no. That seems like a strange power move. It totally was a power move. It was, it was a fucking trick because it discouraged people from asking for time off. Because yeah. you could potentially have wasted all that money on plane fare. Well, that's like before... My company, like five years ago when I first started, before they did a whole, like basically changed how they did their business, it was very much that way. And I would tell them, hey, I'm taking this day off because I need to do blah. And she said, well, you can't do that. And I'm like, well, no, I'm going to do it. Well, they needed to make that those hours of the weekend. And I'd say, no, I don't. My pay, back then I was hourly. I was like, my paycheck will just be short. Yeah. 
and there was this weird like what are you talking about i'm like you know if i want my paycheck to be five hours short it'll be five hours short if you want to write write me up or something that's fine but i'm not a slave you know like, the, there's stuff that says I have to work 40 hours a week. I'm giving you this advance notice that I need to take, you know, this day off. Mm-hmm. And that's that. Yeah. And if you're going to fire me over that, fire me. I don't give a shit. What happened when that happened? Nothing. My was paycheck was 35 hours. It was this job. one. It was just very different than it's running now. Like, completely different upper management. The, like, management changed? Yeah, people management changed. That makes Somebody a huge was difference. forced into retirement who should have been forced into retirement a long time before. And then we got an HR director and then they implemented the PTO structure instead of having uh, time off like categorized as bullshit. Like, well, you need to use because I that that's what started the, dis- the discussion. I said, well, can I use sick hours for that? And they're like, no, you can't do that. And yeah. I'm like, OK, can I? And because they didn't have PTO. Mm-hmm. And then I said, okay, fine, then my paycheck will just be short. And they said, well, no, you, then you just need to make that up. And I'm like, I'm not making it up. <laughs> like, no, I'm telling you my paycheck's just going to be short. I'm not coming in here on a fucking Saturday to work. Dude, I never want to work for another person ever fucking again. I keep, like, like what I, I wanted really badly in my last job was to... Like, I would get these announcements about these trainings, these webinars, um, and sometimes even, like, in-person conferences back in the day. And I would get, like, just momentarily excited about it, and I'd be like, there's no way Mm -hmm. they're going to let me go or give me two hours or eight hours to do this training. And so I I still have that, like impulse when i when i see a training come up and email or whatever i'm like oh i'm they're never gonna let me go i'm like wait a minute i don't have to yeah more people need to know their value sorry mika brzezinski and more people also need to know the law because they if they they'll try to say stupid shit that's just not the law absolutely they will like i had a boss say that because the 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 uh company was based out of california that they follow california law and i'm like they don't you don't follow california law in texas you follow texas law in texas i remember you telling yeah me if that. anything the law would be much more strict because california employment laws did they know, not crazy. have you said they got an hr manager did they not yeah, have an hr they didn't manager have that before did they have an hr department they did not have an hr department what? not for my not for my small so they just like hired people mm-hmm. like the boss just hired someone. It and- was very much a temporary place of employment. There was a very high turnaround mm-hmm. because most of the, the people that would work for the money that they were offering, most of them did not give a shit. So you had lifers that were there for 15 years and then people that would work there for four or five months and then they'd quit and they'd hire, you know, new patchwork people for four or five months. Yeah. And I mean, I was, I thought it was going to be a stepping stone because I was ultimately wanting to work for a law firm because I had this, you know, paralegal certificate that I was just printed out. And so I was like, that's why I was like, I know the law. In fact, it was funny because one of the uh, people that don't work there anymore because they were scab, they didn't know it at the time. 
thought that I was some plant from corporate to try and get people in trouble. Wow, that's a strange <laughs> conspiracy theory. Yeah, because like, they would tell other people, like, you can't say that to him. He's a paralegal. He knows the law. And I'm like, I don't know the law. I'm just taking some classes. <laughs> but I know enough to say that this stuff that you're saying is not legal. You can't, you know. Why didn't you go into... Because I couldn't find any. I was, I got desperate. I could not find, at the time, yeah. no law firm was hiring. Even yeah. my friends who were attorneys. And I'd ask them, hey, let me be an intern at Conley Rose, this huge intellectual uh, property. law property attorney office that I really wanted to work for. You know, there was just nothing available. And yeah. that's why I went to that. Uh, what, what are they called? Um, what are they called? The temp agency. Mm-hmm. And that's how I ultimately got this job. So I thought it was only, that's, that's another reason why I didn't give a shit. I was like, I'm going to be here six months max. Yeah. So when they're like, you have to pick that time up. I'm like, I do not have to do anything. I am not a slave. Like you can write me up and that's fine. But I am not making up these hours. It was such a big deal. I really did. It was such a, a different time. But it all worked out in the end. And I love my job now. There was a there was a very um, because I said so culture amongst management. Yeah. Well, it's more job. like I. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought I I was trying to make a blanket statement from your job and to my job. Wow. Because I think more than anything, there is like a culture of not so much because I said so, but but because nobody ever said no before, you know. Because that's just not how it was done. Yeah. And I I said no. And I was just like to other people like, why are you okay with this? You know? Mm -hmm. When I, the, the last like maybe six to nine months I was there, I started just pushing back because I felt at that point like, I don't, I don't care if you don't like me. I basically have nothing to lose. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should always have that mentality in everything you do. Because you could die. <laughs> I don't care. You could die tomorrow. You know? We could all die. So, like, don't stress out. Yeah, just chill out. If you out. don't want to do it, don't do not do it. If you don't want to uh, fill his hole, don't fill his hole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I agree with that last part. Um, Carpe I diem. I don't know that like <laughs> not doing anything you don't want to do ever is a good just general practice. But I mean, there are some things that yeah. I mean, I mean that the laundry has to get folded. You do have to brush <laughs> your teeth. You do have to brush your teeth if you want to keep them. Yeah. You do have to change the oil in your car. You, yep, you do. I mean, I guess you don't have to, but you have to if the expectation is it's going to continue to run. Yeah. But if you don't enjoy hanging out with Susie, then, hey, Susie, I'm busy Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) You know? (laughs) Instead of I don't want to, I'm busy. (laughs) Hey, are you busy? Yes. Just leave that message on red. Yeah. They'll figure it out eventually. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know how to tell them I don't want to. 
I considered um, offering a, a group hangout, but <laughs> <laughs> that that might be just complicating the problem. I've got a question. Yes. What do you do if you suspect one of your friends is cheating on a game that you're both playing together? What kind of Will. game? What kind of game? A words with friends. Will. Oh, like a... Okay. Because he busts out these fucking words out of nowhere. Like, I'll be beating him. Mm-hmm. Then out of nowhere, he'll do like, Collexial. It's like 75 points. I'm like, how did you do that? Are you using a third app to cheat, Will? Maybe his lexicon is vast. Yeah. Um, I I don't play words with friends. I'm familiar with what it is in in theory. And it seems like... I'm being a sore loser right now. I'm sure that Will's not cheating. Just in case my cadence came off as but if it, I was being serious. It seems like because you're both playing remotely that... Yeah, that. Can you just assume that people will use? <laughs> no, I mean, what what's the fun in cheating on words with friends? I don't know. I don't know what the fun in words with friends is exactly. But the adster as hell is not are not fun. I mean, I guess if if your aim is to have a specific person think you're very um, well read. I mean, I always get. I always. I'm always point. trying to to put in boner. And hole. You can And hoe. Yeah, I'm always trying to make dirty words. You can't do that? Yeah, you can. Oh, okay. Some of the words I don't accept, they do not accept fag, which may be sad. Because I'm one of like, I want to use this word uh, between this me is and another right. fag. Oh. <laughs> Come on. I'm not going to touch that. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's an argument to me. Safe space. Right. I hope, I hope she's gone. Oh, yeah, she's gone. Okay. It's totally cool. And even if she's not, this is a safe space. Yeah, we can say fact if we want to. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. The funniest thing also, happened on. That's a bundle of sticks. You could make that argument. On Twitter, some uh, Christian woman wrote, was writing something about. I, it was probably an anti-abortion tweet. I need to find it again because it was so funny. But she was saying it is unnatural for people not to want to have and raise children. And she was throwing this whole thing and some gay man just responded i am a faggot laura (laughs) (laughs) ain't natural (laughs) made me laugh so much (laughs) and so i had to respond with the uh me too gif gif from romeo michelle lisa kudrow going me too (laughs) it's unnatural for people not to want to have and raise children, <laughs> says the woman who is trying to validate her own mistakes. <laughs> um, uh, dude. Looks like a lady. Did you? Uh, there was um, a piece on NPR today I was listening to when I was getting ready to come here, and they were talking about Ascension Hospital and... Houston, I think it's a children's hospital, but they have an adolescent. Uh, Is that the ones that they got shut down or something? Yes. Yeah, it's crazy because, uh, not not because of uh Dan. Is it Dan Patrick that started? Anyway, uh, t- 
Ted Cruz and some other dude whose name I can't remember um, sent a letter to the hospital demanding medical records uh, under the guise of responding to a um, a complaint that a social worker had sent them claiming that um, kids as young as eight were receiving HRT. Mm-hmm. Um, and it made me wonder a couple of things. Like, first of all, Ted Cruz doesn't have the power to summon medical records. You have to have a, a, couple, a court order. Um, if it's on a federal well, level, well, isn't there? He could be a, on some sort of like committee. Don't don't certain committees have subpoena power? Uh, I don't know. I guess it's possible. I mean, I don't know anything about. Um, second of all, that's a fucking shitty thing to do. You oh, he doesn't. I mean, he's don't sh- have a right to these things. They're shitty people. And third. First of all, it's probably not true that he got a complaint from an anonymous social worker. He probably fucking made that up. Yeah. Uh, or but, one of his right-wing bozos made it up. Right. But let's say uh, that it did happen. Like, that social worker... Um, they need to mind their fucking business. And have their license yeah. revoked. Yeah. I don't think a social worker would do that, just for the record. I mean, they're targeting good parents. Something to do with there's a Christian right wing crusader group. Yeah. Like, uh, I can't remember. It starts with a V. Anyway, um, you know, you know how thorough I am with investigating uh, things. But um, yeah, anyway, it just like, I think I, I started talking out loud to myself during that uh, segment. Because it made me so fucking angry. Yeah, well, it just makes me realize all this stuff. That these politicians really do not believe in heaven or hell. Because if they did and they took an honest step back and really evaluated their actions, they'd realize that they're going to go to hell. (laughs) You know? Like, they're not good people. They're not acting in good faith. Um I mean, you can do all kinds of mental gymnastics to convince yourself not, that the not if you're horrible Ted Cruz, things you're doing are Not if the you're right Ted thing. Patrick. Not if you're any of them. I don't know. Not Ted Patrick. What's Dan Patrick? Dan Patrick. Um, or what's his name? The guy that always looks like he's stoned. <laughs> our attorney general. I get them mixed up. Uh, and his, and his <sighs> horrible wife. All of them. Yeah. I mean, they, they, these people do not believe in heaven or hell. I because, know. I mean, Ted Cruz, he's not serving his constituents. What has he done to help your life? I can't think of one goddamn thing. I can't either. When we needed him, he was on the first plane to fucking Cancun. Well, to be fair, did we really need him? Could Is he really a helper? AOC helped us, and he did not. She fundraised for Texas. Yeah, well, he wouldn't have done that even if he were here. Yeah, it just makes me sad because, I mean, that the parents who are putting their children on puberty blockers, you know, these are kids that have already gone to counselors. I mean, you can't just go to a doctor and be like, 
give us drugs, please. You can't do it. I mean, it's, you know. Uh, and so they're attacking those families. And then I don't know if you saw, um, I'm, I'm assuming it's a high school wrestling team where there's an image of what looks to be a man putting a, a, a teenage boy, putting a teenage girl in a chokehold. And they're all outraged over this. Like, look at this. It's a trans boy. They're not allowing the trans boy to compete with the other boys that they want to compete with. Therefore, they're making him compete with women, with girls on the girls team, because that's the gender he was assigned at birth. Mm -hmm. So it's like they're doing what you want them to do. But you're like, they can't win. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, what is the ultimate goal just to to, to eradic eradicate trans people from existence? They don't see it as genuine. That's what it is. Like, the, I mean, the, the way that they still don't see homosexuality as genuine. Why do you fucking care? I know that's the yeah. Why do you fucking care? Let them be, be happy. You I'm, I mean, I'm sure that these kids know at a very young age that they feel like they're in the wrong body you know like when i when i thought that i wanted to be a girl it wasn't because i thought i was in the wrong body it was because i thought society would treat me better you know <laughs> that was different yeah how it's wrong different. you were yeah mm. like like the way that you can prove you shouldn't have to prove it at all but the way for me when i realized that trans existed was back in college, when I met a trans man who was gay, or did I say that right? Yeah, who was gay. It took me a while to, to process that because I'm like, but you're, you know, you're put in a, you, you were born a woman mm -hmm. and you're attracted to men. Mm -hmm. That's more palatable for Christians. Yeah, but, but she was like, no, I'm a boy, but I'm attracted to boys. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it now. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. You know. What can you do? People just won't don't want people to be happy. Like leave us the fuck alone. Leave us alone, Ted Cruz. Asshole. How much how much further is he going to get on the political echelon? I mean, I don't know. It just seems like, I mean, I don't know if you heard about that, those AIDS that were attacked by that crazy person with the bat. It just seems like the world's getting crazier and crazier and crazier. Shootings every single fucking day. Yeah. Who's the good guy? Who's a, the bad guy? A 12-year-old killed a yes. Sonic employee. Yes, because the Sonic employee had the audacity to tell the adult that that guy was with to stop peeing in public. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't want to sound like an old person. And You're old. I know, but... I don't we're well-seasoned. Uh -huh. I don't want to say we're old. We're experienced. we got experience behind our I eyes. I wonder, like, are things crazier now? Or are they the same as... Well, I mean... They, are they the same amount of bonkers as they've always been? I think that the same amount of bonkers is different kind of bonks. Because you think about it. <laughs> What's a bonk? You think about it, you know, back in the day, they would see if he could fucking float. 
<laughs> if you were a nasty woman. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was pretty bonkers. Yeah. That's that was pretty bonkers. normal. We, we used to own people, Megan. Yeah. <laughs> like property. It took hundreds of years for people to realize that that was wrong. And now we have people now that want to pretend that that never existed. And and people who still haven't realized that that's wrong. Well, or they found that that was a choice. Yeah. <laughs> they were better off. Their own people sold them, Megan. <laughs> Their own people. Why well, don't we want to talk about that, Megan? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, Megan, like, my people were Irish. We were treated just as bad. That argument. Fuck you. Yeah, come on now. Fuck you, honky. Um, my people didn't own slaves, so we can't. Fuck you. Yeah, they did. How you did we ever liar. get to the point where we named federal facilities? Be- because they wanted to make the fucking honkies not crazy. It not was like. Make them not crazy. Yes. Or maybe they were doing that themselves. It was it was just one more fuck you to the black man. That's all it was, really. Hmm. It was like, you're free? Uh-huh, yeah, we're going to name your elementary school Robert E. Lee. Fuck you. That's all that was. It was just another form of aggression. They renamed Four Hood. They've, they're starting to rename a lot of yeah. them. Yeah, but I mean, that's the, that's the newest one. Is that the one where all those women are being were murdered and found dead um no that's all of them but uh that's the one why do these soldiers keep on dying what's happening i don't know it's like that oh my god it's a mystery do you remember that post from that that internet fight i got in with that fucking idiot that that was against women in combat because he said that the men's natural reaction was to protect women and therefore they would all the men in the squad be would just be totally distracted because they would be spend their entire time protecting the woman I'm like if that was true then no woman would die from domestic violence you fucking idiot you just hate women yeah just say it just say it say it get it off your chest you um, hate women when when I was in Tennessee this weekend we were hanging out with one of their family friends and she was telling me about she's a big like uh, British royal. Oh, uh, uh, like a fan. Yeah. Why? Uh, yeah, that's weird. Why do we care? We left them. I don't. I have no idea why anybody gives a shit. It's silly. It's but, silly to have a king and a queen. It's so, silly. So she was like just giving me all the gossip on you know like the royal family and all the inner workings and how that tree has very little branches. <laughs> <laughs> she was talking about um. She was talking about how ridiculous the the Harry and Meghan thing is, and um, is she anti Harry and Meghan? Ye, well, as it turns out, um, after like listening to her more and asking her questions, she's it's really that she's anti Meghan, yeah. and I was like, "What? Tell me about that." And she was like, "Well, you know." Um, what did she say? She's black. Uh, you know, they moved into this this house and that they were given when they were married and and she she wanted to immediately redecorate everything and 
this friend of mine in Georgia, her son is was the or her her son's spouse or her her son's husband was the one that was like hired to redecorate there or something. I don't know if that's true. Um, and he said she was just a bitch. <laughs> and uh, she was like, nothing was ever, she was never satisfied with anything. And she was real rude. And I was like, that um, that kind of reminds me of that story, um, The Magic Fish, where it's, um, do you know that story? No, I don't. It's a story about this fisherman who goes out, he catches a fish. The fish says, please put me back. I'm actually a prince. Um, and so the guy's really kind and he's like, well, if you're a prince, I mean, you're talking fish, so I'll put you back. So he does. And he goes home and his wife is like, didn't you catch anything today? She has this voice like this. Didn't you catch anything today? And, and he goes, um, well, I did catch this one fish, uh, but he was a prince. So I threw him back and she's like, fool, go back, tell the fish. I want a pretty house. That's almost dead on the voice. And so he's like, I don't want to go. That's what he says, just like that. And she goes, go. And so he like, like reluctantly goes out to uh, the water again and catches the fish. And he's like, um, uh, he says, my oh fish in the sea, come listen to me. My wife begs a wish from the magic fish. And the fish is like, what is it? Um, and he's like, she wants a pretty house. And he goes, okay, go home. Now you have a pretty house. So he goes home and there's a nice house. And and the husband, the kind husband is like, um, oh, this is a very nice house. We should be happy. And she's like, for now. <laughs> and like the story goes on, like then she wants a castle. Then she wants to be queen of the land. And then she gets all of these things and then she wants to be queen of the sun and the moon and the stars. And eventually the fish is like, fuck this. You've asked for too much. Now you have to go back to what you had in the beginning. Anyway, the parallel I was making to what she was saying was like, um, there's this insatiable woman who just cannot be uh, pleased by anything and just keeps wanting and wanting in this reluctant, like, victim husband, like, oh, okay. Okay, if that's what you want, what I really want to do is make you happy. Um, and I'm just thinking, I didn't say this to her because I didn't think it would go in the right direction, so. But I'm thinking, like, we just like to fucking blame women. Yeah. You don't know if that shit is true. Um, and so, like, reinforcing this trope is this, like, wonderful entertainment that you can talk to people that you just met about and um, have have some, like, common discussion that everybody's interested in because how salacious it is to have um, these horrible bitch, bitch women. I mean, it's, it's interesting that you bring this up right now because on Twitter there's this huge Twitter thread for professional wrestling, one of my favorite wrestlers growing up was this group called Team Extreme. It was the Hardy Boys and Lita. Now, Lita and Matt Hardy were in a relationship together for quite some time. Mm -hmm. uh, Matt Hardy was injured. And when he was injured, like at home, you know, trying to get better, he discovered that Lita was having an affair on him with Edge, who was one of his best friends. Matt freaked the fuck out. 
um, and it caused it basically like ruined, didn't really ruined, but it changed the trajectory of Lita and Edge's career because WWE, since this was, you know, all their private shit was made public, had to turn their characters to be evil characters. Alita, whenever she would come out, people would yell, ho, 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 like a whole city and people would call her, you know, a whore. And um, so recently somebody put, um, you know, on, on Twitter, you can do like the villain and then the real villain. And so for villain, they had Lita and the real villain, they had Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. So it's because of how he handled the whole situation. And people were, you know, people would say, no, that she was a fucking whore for for cheating on Matt and blah, 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 with his best friend. And um, and I was thinking, well, you know what? They were in their 20s. They weren't married. These things happen. You know, like, relationships are hard. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to be unfaithful. But when you hear about Edge now, in his, uh, I think he's probably, if he's not 50, he's in his 50s. He's just Hall of Famer Edge. Like, his career has not been tainted. He is just considered to be one of the best professional wrestlers. He's the best friend that cheated with... Yeah. Okay. The affair's rarely brought up for him. Right. But when you when she's brought up, Hall of Famer. Right. Best, one of the best, considered one of the best women's wrestlers. That affair is constantly brought up. That happened 20 years ago. That was just, you know a blip in their life. Yeah. She can't get away from it. Mm-hmm. Matt Hardy and Edge can get away with it. Mm-hmm. It's not brought up. Yeah. Yeah. But it's still, the stain is still left on her. Well, men don't know any yeah. better. Boys will be boys, John. Yeah. It's bullshit. It is bullshit, man. And we shouldn't care. We're not entitled to their private life. Right. You know? Yeah. Like, these are entertainers. If... If you or I have an affair, it's not broadcast everywhere. My people at my work are not going to know. I'm not going to be called a whore. Oh, I'm going to talk about <laughs> it on this show, and then the whole nation will be. But it's like, why do we it. feel like we're entitled to these people's private lives? Well, and specifically to the woman's private life. Yeah, I want to know about that lady's. How did she treat <laughs> the people that that redid her floors? How does she treat the people that wash her clothes, that did take care of her dry cleaning? How does she treat the, you know, stock person at the grocery store? How does she treat the Starbucks barista? The woman that's telling the story? Yeah, the one that was given that was given all of the dirty what she heard from Megan's which is all probably all bullshit. Well, I think the bigger point is like um you know, for every finger you pointed, two more pointing right back at you. What about her how husband? Much, but what how much about... shit have I talked today? I need to follow my own advice sometimes. <laughs> um, yeah, but it's always like, it's always the crazy woman. It's yeah. the, it's the hysterical woman. It's the crazy woman. Um, it's uh, the women are the so horror. emotional. Yeah, that's why they're shooting up outlet malls we were listening to a podcast on the way back and they said something uh, they were talking about the the where the term hysterical came from from yeah and the husband was like 
I didn't know that. I'm like, I have definitely said that to yeah, you. Yeah, from like hysterectomy. And yeah. it's like all about the right. woman parts. Um, and like, just, it's it's that it's that trope. This like, like women are bad. Mm-hmm. Eve is bad. She ate a fucking apple because she was hungry. How could she betray Adam? You know what, though? The snake was a boy. Yeah. Probably. We need to go back to the days where the doctors would just make women come. What? <laughs> Do you remember that in the 60s? No. They would just give them vibrators and make them come. I, I'm not aware of that, no. <laughs> maybe, I, maybe I misheard something, but I think that <laughs> like psychiatrists back in the day would just get women off. Oh, because they have all those pent-up orgasms, yeah. and that's making them batty. <laughs> was it Kenzie? Would Kenzie do that? I kind of want to watch the new... Um, Kenzie was a researcher, really, I think. And not the a... new Fatal Attraction with uh, Joshua Jackson, and I can't think of her name, but she's a really good actress. Because apparently it gives more backstory to that who that character who was played by Glenn Close. Mm-hmm. Instead of her just being fucking crazy, that maybe there's a reason that she's fucking crazy. Right. Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. the 90s were weird. Because there was a string of, like, crazy lady It movies. still happens. Uh, well, I shouldn't say that because I didn't really watch it. But remember that, that series, My Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Or did Snapped. You, did you ever see that? No. I don't know if... I mean, maybe it was um, my crazy ex-boyfriend a, shot me in the face. Maybe that was a joke. Uh, but what did the crazy ex-girlfriend do? Probably that key the car. I don't know. Um, I didn't watch the series, but so maybe it was oh, a joke. Oh, like a TV show. Sorry. I don't yeah. know why the micro. Maybe it was a joke title and it was. Yeah. Like, wasn't that also like a weird musical or something? Hold on. Let's just look this up. We, well, we need to wrap it up because I need to get home soon. Okay. I'm tired. I need to eat dinner. I'm hungry. You want to go get dinner? No, I want to go home. Oh, okay. Um, it's, it's far farther than Oklahoma. A crazy ex-girlfriend, a young woman, let's see, young woman abandons a choice job at a law firm and her life in New York in an attempt to find happiness in the unlikely locale of West Covina, California. How, that does not. Yeah, where's the. Possibly crazy young woman who impulsively gives up everything in her partnership at a prestigious law firm, upscale apartment in Manhattan and to find love and happiness in the. Okay, I'm not making heads or tails of that. But um, anyway, like like Fatal Attraction. Like mm-hmm. the, the interest point in that film is not what a piece of shit uh, the male character is. It's this crazy woman who boils a bunny and tries to stab. I only watched wife. it for the sex. Did you? I only saw the sex scene in that one. You only saw the sex scene? How did that happen? I don't I I don't know. It was like on Cinemax. Oh. Back you in just the day. To... Yeah, like do you remember there is that the one with what was the one with uh one of the bald ones in Sharon Stones where she gets banged against a pillar? Sliver? 
Yeah, I think it was slip, sliver. Slither or sliver? sliver. Like a sliver of mm-hmm. something. Almonds. Sliver of almonds. Yeah. Upper crack. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was sliver. What up? Uh, there's the hand that rocks the cradle. Yeah. There was a uh, single white ivy. female. Oh, that was so gross. The babysitter. Like, yeah. yeah, wasn't it uh, the babysitter? She's the bad one. Mm-hmm. She's a fucking she's teenager. She's a child. Right. Uh, All of that shit, man. I would fuck Carrie Elways, though. Would you? <laughs> yes. I don't know. In a second. Is he British or not? I believe he is British, isn't he? I don't know. I'd probably fuck Tom Skerritt, too, if I'm perfectly honest. You can come up with... Uh, uh, stories based on crazy women destroying innocent men's lives. They just made a mistake, John. Yeah. I was thinking at, at work now, there's three homosexuals in my office, and we're all a different homosexual stereotype. Yeah, totally. We have, like, we have the nerdy homosexual who's kind of asexual. That's how nerdy they are. And then there's the bitchy homosexual. You'll happy. That's not me. <sighs> This is the one that, oh. that literally says, because um, I've heard him on the phone, he'll, 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 uh, I, I can't, I don't think I can do it in my voice, but, you know, like the bitchy queer, like, okay, like at the end when yeah. they say stuff, um, I'm doing it justice. And I've decided that I'm the fuck boy because I have low standards for the most part. Do you? Sometimes. But they're, I, I guess I'm open-minded. Yeah, there's a difference. I'm open-minded. Yeah, I need to turn a negative to a positive. Uh, Low standards. Sometimes I'm curious. I'll say that. Sometimes I'm curious. Low standards uh, seems to imply that you realize that the selection is not of quality, but you don't think you can get any better, so you'll just Well, sometimes I'm just settle. curious. It's like, I wonder what they have for working yeah, down there. I don't think that's you. Yeah. I don't think you're... And I'm also conventionally very attractive. What's that? I said I'm also conventionally very attractive. Yes. Yes. Although I do want to get plastic surgery <laughs> <laughs> to prolong it, I just want to prolong it. Your I want to prolong it. Attractiveness. Yeah, I don't want to become a fuck man yet. I want to stay a fuck boy. What does conventionally attractive mean in this context? White. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, I just wanted to make it funny. Um, mm. I don't know. Guess not. Well, what do you mean by it? When you say you're I, conventionally attractive. Well, I just think that, you know, my, my features are in the right spots. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't have like a Sarah Huckabee Sanders eye. Right. Going over here. Yeah. Hmm. What other kind of attractiveness is there? Unconventional. Like what? Like. Sarah Huckabee Sanders' eye? I know. She's not attractive at all. Who would be considered unconventionally attractive? I don't know. Don't ask me these questions. Okay. After a full, I was just making a joke. But some people find me attractive, and oh yeah, I like that. Of course, I like that. And For my sure. my impending um, midlife crisis is realizing that that, that attractiveness is slipping through my fingers. Am I conventionally attractive? I think so. Yeah. Hmm. In some circles. You mean to heterosexual <laughs> men? No, I'm sure lesbians would find you very attractive. Do you think so? I don't know. Ask one. Okay. I'll ask my lesbian. <laughs> How many lesbians do we do we know well? 
Um, Del P. Mm-hmm. Like three? I mean, we don't, I mean, I don't know about you, but I don't have that many friends. I have a lot of acquaintances, but I have very few friends. I have to think about that. Like, I would say most of the friends that I have right now I've had since high school. Oh, uh, do you want to go to uh, MBE in July or what? No, I don't think so. Is that the, is that the thing? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. I probably Why won't not? make it. Um, I don't want to get in the car for more than 45 minutes. <laughs> That's the honest answer. Okay. Like driving here today. But what if you don't have to drive? You could go me. with us. No, I don't like being confined in a car for more than 45 minutes. I don't like it. Like driving here sucked. Driving to Windstar sucks. Mm-hmm. And that's and uh, that's exactly an hour and five minutes without traffic. Yeah. Today it was like an hour and 15 minutes to fucking Fort Worth mm-hmm. because foolishness and potholes mm-hmm. and weird construction that's never done. And driving to Fort Worth is weird because it's always a different way. Like today I drove through the airport. <laughs> like I... Don't do Why that again. I, sorry, microphone. Why did I drive through the airport? It used to be a dollar, remember, if you were just passing through? No, it was free. I didn't even know. And then know it was a dollar. It should be free. It should be free. It should be free. Absolutely. Like, why can't it? I remember the olden times, you'd get like a ticket. <laughs> and then if you didn't stay long enough, Yeah, if it, it was, was under free. like 15 minutes or yeah, something. Yeah, because then... you're just picking somebody up. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm just driving through and it cost me $6. That's bananas. And I thought at first that I thought, oh, shit, I should have taken the left. But then I was looking at my map and I was like, no, it has Terminal D. <laughs> like they intentionally have me driving through the airport right now. <laughs> Save me nine minutes. That was almost a dollar a minute. That it's oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you have to when you come up? To me, do you go through all the tolls, too? Mm-hmm. Really? Because I was wondering if it was the other way. Like, I'm wondering if I'm, like, going with traffic and you'd be going against traffic. No. I've, I've never... Um, it's just traffic, no matter what. Yeah. Coming or going. We go through the mid-cities, so there's no... It's fucking bullshit. Right. Um, Why did you have living... to move to Fort Worth? Because it's more affordable. Although, I'll tell you, property taxes is fucking killing me move to frisco that's where shit's going down now i can't afford they want frisco to be a uh rent they want frisco to be a new music venue place i I didn't tell you i i said that you know the they had the you're gonna knock my phone off the thing um the country music awards yeah were in frisco and so it was interesting seeing like all the tour buses and all the vans and all the limousines and all the everything going down. Um, but yeah, I'm like, maybe something other than country music will be coming to Frisco soon. Maybe. Right now, all the ma- I told you that all the magic ma- magic mics going to be in Frisco for a month. Mm. And so, like the fitness guy that I follow, that's also a professional dancer, that's also with Magic Mike, is working out. In the building across from my building. And so when he sh- does his little photos, I'm like, I could see my building in the background. It's really weird. Mm. 
Yeah. You know, if there is a music venue that comes to Frisco, you can be sure it's not going to be a place you want to go. It could be, though. You it never will probably know. be an arena, right? Yeah, like but I mean, Toyota I want to see or some shit. I want to see uh, PJ in Frisco. Will you go to a giant venue like that? Yeah. Man, if it if it's an act I want, I really want to see. I will. I would prefer it to be in a little sit down venue though, with a chair, <laughs> with a nice. Seat. You could take your own chair, little camping chair. Have you seen Jury Duty yet? No. You need to watch it. It's pretty funny. There's a guy that that wears. Uh, chair pants he calls them chants Mm -hmm. and they're just like crutches that he puts on the back of his pants so that he can sit down Uh, i've seen that yeah all right we need to wrap it up because i need to go okay so oh we never you never we forgot to to mention the song yeah so there's a featured song of the week surprise it's uh hop along they're from pennsylvania philadelphia i think okay good that's a good side of pennsylvania and uh (laughs) That's that's the New England side of Pennsylvania. Uh, the other side is the Midwest, right? Like no. Pittsburgh is like it's the Mid Atlantic. It's the Midwest. It's like country people. Uh, the song is called "Well Dressed" and it's from uh, "Painted Shut." So there you are. And hey, we did it two two weeks in a row. We did without. Uh, Missing a show. I think Tuesday is a good idea. Yeah, except every other Tuesday I'm <laughs> going to be dead. <laughs> every other Tuesday you're going to be dead. When I have to drive, when it's my turn to drive. Oh. I'll be stuck in traffic and just piss in vinegar. I mean, it's not worse on Tuesday than it usually is on Friday. Yeah, but I only work like three hours on Friday. So I'm more <laughs> fresh. Okay. All right, guys. Well, bye. Bye. Walking in the wrong direction Louisiana My disordered road Always led straight back into you Ha 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 Goes the train I wanted to leave But here I am again Louisiana freeway